0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to my brand spanking new podcast. After a few years back and forth, I finally decided to throw my hand into the vast ring in the world of podcasting. Yay, quarantine! Ah, Getting the motivation and taking away a lot of the distractions that I had. um, Really just there was no other excuse for me not to do this podcast. So here we are. No, but really, this is starting off as a bit of of an experiment, Uh, you know, gauging and documenting how crazy I can actually get into, how how crazy I can be in 2021, and y'all are my guinea pigs, yay! So... A little bit about myself, don't wanna give up too much. After all, we've just begun our not-so-intense relationship, so I don't wanna scare you right off the bat. I may have already, though. Mm, you weren't ready. So, I am Andy La Negra, not to be confused with Amara La and I was born and bred in the county of Dade. <clears throat> For those of you who are not woke enough to understand that uh, lingo is the children say i have no idea what the children say nowadays but um i, I am born i was born and raised i was born and raised in miami-dade county i am an afro next woman of cuban and dominican descent um and so yeah let's uh let's get awkward let's get awkward i can get very awkward as you can see uh, funny enough i was worried about uh folks getting confused with the similarities in the name uh between myself and amara Nanegra, but the way that this county is structured i don't think that's gonna be a problem really <laughs> um with uh, a lot of the misconceptions out there that um you know we all look like jlo <laughs> So why did I drink the fruit punch tasting liquid and start a podcast? Well, again, I'm a black Latinx woman living in miami County. Just imagine that. A full-figured black woman immersed in the county where most folks probably assume that all Latinx um, folk look like, like I mentioned before, JLo because that's, you know, she's apparently the representation of latinx folk uh, or sofia Vergara, and for those that are that live dangerously we may even look like zoe zaldana or rosario dawson you know shaking things up a little bit i've been wanting to give afro latinx folk in miami a voice because miami 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 how complicated are the most tourists flock down for the cafecito and the Cuban sandwiches? But there is so much more to this town than just the folks that look like a newer generation of que Pasa USA. <clears throat> we don't all look alike, and the misconception that all Cubans are white really needs to stop. It really needs to stop. I saw a lot of Cuban flags, basically used as a symbol supporting white nationalism during this past election nightmare. And if I hear someone else say you're not black, you're Dominican one more time, I may catch charge and we definitely don't need more black folk incarcerated. Don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. I'm, I really am not trying to blow up. I'm, I'm not trying to blow you up with race talks. I'm really not. that's not completely true but i'm you know that's not gonna be the sole focus of this podcast in miami we have a bad history of prioritizing the needs of one group of immigrants over other group of immigrants the sad thing is anyone who's from miami knows exactly which group of colonizers i'm talking about that's just it really is very noticeable i mean it's not hidden from anybody this podcast is not meant to be a bash on miami like no i'm not you know here to go on a rant on miami dade and miami and the you know the inequities and the miscarriages of justice i can i could totally dedicate an entire podcast on the, the shortcomings of miami but that's not what this is about I love this place and even though i have had many opportunities to leave i always come back there's absolutely no place like miami i just wish it could reach a potential that is inclusive of all humanity one of the other missions i have this i have because you know everybody has an agenda right i i'm looking at my agenda right now uh i really want to translate scholarly language yeah i know blah 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 somewhere some more academia, some more education. You know, but I, I do want to put a twist on it. From what I've seen, uh, from the, the average person now gets their information from social media. Maybe the news to verify. But it's, I would like to, I, I would like to provide, you know, more access to some of that scholarly work. Because what, you know, you know that you have colleges and universities in almost every town and here we have the u uh, which where i decided to go back to you know that's where my my alma mater well one of my alma maters and where i'm currently going to grad school for some strange ass reason um went back to grad school i'm still as you can see i'm still very conflicted about that because apparently i'm like my life and you have Florida International University, you have Barry University, you have Miami Dade College. Like, this place is swarming with academia. But I noticed that a lot of the information that these educators, researchers, and whatnot um, don't really do is they don't really provide the community with a broken down basic English way of. Understanding all this research that money is being poured into. Because let us not forget, colleges and universities, especially some of the ones that I just named, are nonprofit organizations. So you know what that means. Taxpayer Dalahala. That's a lot of the funds that go into these universities are from taxpayer dollars. So we need to know what is happening. At, at the college level at the university level because it does affect um you know it affects you it affects the average person It affects the person in the community because a lot of these people can say x you know xyz and xyz all of a sudden becomes policy uh so yeah <laughs> that's one of the in, in initiatives that i have so think of it as leslie nope and tom haverford trying to peddle t dazzle Except in this case, I'm attempting to arm you with all... I I really want to arm you with knowledge that the citizens of Pawnee, Indiana... And if you don't get any of those Parks and Rec references, well, frankly, my heart hurts for you. So, yeah, I'm trying to make you stronger than the citizens of Pawnee, Indiana. That's really what I want to do. Uh, do I have a political affiliation? I mean, I think you could probably guess at this point, but... Um, one thing I can tell you is you can drive down the center and make a hard left with my political views. Although I would definitely tell you to stop before you get a crazy town. I'm sure many of you have seen what hardcore out left liberals look like. And I'm definitely not for it. Because they're basically alt-right folk who are on the opposite side. You know, they came full circle and became alt-right, but they call themselves the left. Yeah, I'm, I'm not for it. So, like as I mes- mentioned earlier, I am an Afro-Latinx woman you know my father's from cuba my mother's from the dominican republic and like my cat i was born in the usa so you know first gen all the way first born it's just i'm living that first gen life hardcore uh i can also uh, you know i can also say that my experience as a a latina has definitely not been the same as my peers I grew up in a predominantly white Latinx community, and these are the people that I went to school with. I didn't realize I was growing up in ing- ignorance until just a few years ago. You know, and I'm I'm in my early thirties. The things that people would say is remarkable to think back on. You know that guy that got sla- and, and it, it really, you know, the guy, they got slammed with the iced tea for being ridiculously disrespectful yeah well i grew up and i know people that they they think they they are entitled as a white latinx folk who think that they're entitled to say the n-word without any type of repercussion and so when i saw this man get completely bashed by this twisted t you know i don't condone violence but i the validation I, i i felt it i felt it to my core it was the best thing i've ever seen in my life um so yeah um and this is kind of like you know what i'm gonna be speaking about like more pop culture references i live by memes memes are the way of life if you don't even have social media you probably have seen memes galore because you know the interweb be like that um and so yeah i don't want to make it all you know about politics i don't want to make it all about race i don't want to make it all about just one thing i want to talk about it all um you know predominantly miami related miami-dade county related um uh, but i am you know anticipating having some guests over to you know kind of just have the conversation because i feel like we're not having enough conversations with each other and that is part of the reason why we we are you know tap dancing our way uh, to the apocalypse <laughs> but yeah. Uh I was like I mentioned before, I'm in grad school again. I've signed away my life and decided to go back for some, you know, who knows why. Maybe we'll have an emotional breakdown together throughout this journey. After all, we're all coming off of the trip known as 2020. And and, you know I'm waiting for 2020 to be included In the dictionary as a cuss word It's like what in the 2020 What what you 2020 Yeah I'm waiting for that (laughs) So I think uh, Going back to school has definitely been a motivator For this podcast I'm in a program that focuses on community psychology And what that means is taking a closer look At the well being of the community And the contributing factors know what i'm studying i mean politicians popular personalities and overall those that have established power through their wealth have managed to sway our beliefs whichever way they please that really needs to stop and i'm not trying to replace those beliefs with my own i just want folks myself included to have some objectivity when they think of their communities and the inequities that occur within the systems in place these systems affect everybody and i'm sure that many have noticed it more during the pandemic because those blinders were taken right off you were focused you had to you had to pay attention because if not there she blows um and so it's been very i think we were united in our fears we were united but we were also separated because of the exponential amount of fear put out into the community and when you have hundreds of thousands of people dead because of a pandemic it really is just fuel to the fire um speaking as a liberal i feel a government should be afraid of its people though not the other way around there are so many more of us we put these people in power we put them into place they should be afraid of us and i definitely don't condone using violence to attempt to achieve this goal. I don't want to use the verb empower, uh, because really looking back at this year, there were millions of racist, misogynist, and overall hateful people that were empowered to be hella loud, hella loud in 2020. And I'm sure a lot of these folk wouldn't be this empowered to say the bullshit that's being spewed in person. And so but that's you know and that goes on both sides there are a lot of people that'll say a lot of shit and they won't have the balls to step up to somebody in person and say that those things which is the dangerous thing about uh, the internet and everything that we have to everything the consequences that we encountered when folks are empowered to say a lot of bullshit um so i'm very interested to see you know again i'm really interested to see what the memes look like uh 2020 has definitely been the year for memes and 2021 is definitely um 2021 is definitely going to shake things up um i'm hoping that this pandemic will be over but when you're thinking about the different variants that are happening you know in the uk and south africa and now they're being discovered in colorado uh, you know we never know where we're going to be at hopefully the vaccines are not going to turn into another tuskegee um experiment but they're actually going to work and they're not going to leave detrimental side effects to the people but we you know unfortunately we don't know we don't know and i think that's what's dividing a lot of people on the vaccine is you have absolutely no idea and i i applaud all the medical professionals and I, the folk that have take you know been brave enough to take take on the vaccine because that that's very important that's you know you're really trying to reestablish trust in, in the medical field and um establish trust so that the community can will be at ease to to get this vaccine so yeah (laughs) we're coming from a year that you know you had folks that (laughs) were hella into tiger king the big cat peddlers carol baskin became famous for reasons that i have no idea we had a president you know that had it's it's just been it's just been ridiculous um and i again yeah <laughs> i'm really in excite i'm really excited to see what the 2021 memes uh yield uh, one of the hardest things that i foresee in our journey for truth is how to sort the truth from lies you know I, now i'm not talking conspiracy theories per se but it really does get hard trying to navigate facts from fiction in the digital age all of the information put into the internet comes from a source, and that source is not necessarily policed on a regular basis. But then I also ask myself if those in control of the major news sources actually want us to know some of the truths. I empathize with conspiracy theorists in the sense that there are some pretty far-fetched ideas out there. And then, then there are folks that believe that, you know, that the earth is flat. Like, first of all, my dude, what? And second enough, if you're smart enough to believe that the earth is flat, then what would your plan be if you found out that the earth was flat? For many of these folks, I feel like it's too quiet, then there's something wrong, and they just like to complain. But then mental health matters. Hashtag mental health does seriously matter. There's so much information at your fingertips. The task really comes in finding out what is real and what is fake news. Not to intentionally quote our almost former president, but, you know. You know, that's there was something significant brought out by this presidency. Aside from the blatant disregard to human rights, what information are re- oh, you know? What information is real, and what information is pumped out to sway large groups of people in the hands of those in power? It really is hard for folks to believe that many of us just want to have access to basic human needs. Privilege is a crazy thing, and when you threaten it, folks get scared. And I believe that's what put forty-five to the power. But then there are folks that have the sole privilege of being white, without the money, without the power, you just the privilege of being white, and afraid that the communists are going to take away their um, that sole privilege that they have. Um, like my dude, the 1% hold key to all. So let's come back to the memes. You know, like the president admittedly reporting that he's a fan of sexual assaulting women. Uh, this day and age. Mm-mm a big cap heller's on netflix Mm-mm. <laughs> the happier times of quarantine uh the debate as to whether or not to actually take the vaccine could potentially either end the pandemic and send us on our merry way or convert this into a sequel to world war z you know fun times the insert so much sarcasm 2020 was like dumpster fire that i think all of us are just like okay 2021 You have well now three hundred and sixty-one days to prove that you are not going to be that dumpster fire. Oh I guess. And then you have the variants. I think that was the first news article that I had January first was people in Colorado are infected with the variants from the UK that are different from the current strain of covid yay super drugs super d- oh my gosh it's it's just a lot it's a lot to combat but you know coming back from our tangent because i mean let's be fair this is probably going to be a whole lot of tangents <laughs> either with just myself or a few of the folks that i plan to bring on but here we are here we are um and just you know circle back this is thoughts from the 305 i'm andy la and we're gonna go down the rabbit hole together we're gonna talk miami we're gonna talk politics we're gonna talk race we're gonna talk human rights we're gonna talk memes because some of y'all so i might i'm agnostic but yeah some of y'all need jesus some of y'all are the reasons why religion was created y'all really y'all really need to go somewhere But do I need to go somewhere too Because I do chuckle at some of those memes Hmm I wonder (laughs) But yeah This has been a crazy 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 past year Hopefully we can make it through I, you know we haven't died yet but unfortunately i can't say that for the hundreds of thousands that have um perished because of covid and i don't want this all to be about the pandemic i don't want any of this to be about the pandemic honestly but i'm here for it i'm here for talking real talk i'm here for talking pop culture i'm here talking i'm here to talk about the misrepresentations of folks from miami I've seen movies. I think the worst representation I saw was um, Jane the Virgin. Um, yeah, because how do you have how do you have a series that takes place in Miami and none of it was filmed in Miami? Like what? How does it even work? I was looking for um the different landmarks and different areas and i'm like shit the first episode this is in miami i looked it up and i think there was somewhere in california like california is miami and i'm pretty sure californians do not want to be associated with anything from Florida, other than the fact that we're both very sunny states one has hurricanes the other one has earthquakes there you go now, this is not tomato tomato I wouldn't go through an earthquake I think that's the one thing that's keeping me from the the West Coast you know, because my luck I'd probably get there and the big one would probably hit but yeah, no I. Um, another thing that I wanted to really just bring out is Yeah, again, this is not, you know, Miami is not an episode of Que Pasa USA, even though it was a great, you know, great show, great representation, but there's so much happening here, there's so much culture, there's so many, you know, communities that are kept in the dark, so... I'd like to expose you to those different communities and the, to the different spots where you can go and have fun um, because we are a tourist trap. <laughs> Miami is a tourist trap, but the locals know better than to really congregate in these tourist traps. Um, and, you know, I don't want to blow the secrets out on our, our, you know, secret spots, but I do want to show some love to the different, you know, restaurants, hot spots, you know safely of course because again i think i'm probably gonna have a mask on outside for the the foreseeable future um so yeah i'm andy la negra thoughts from the 305 i will see you all next week i will be launching podcasts every monday at 5 5 p.m hopefully if my life doesn't you know burn and uh school doesn't get the better of me like it has had in the last you know few months but yeah um you can find the, the video podcast on youtube Andy la negra and yeah i will see you soon have a good one take it easy